Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. I am so glad that you have joined me today. Today is Wednesday, February 20th. It's episode number 730. Today is Mom Strong International Wednesday. It's the day when I take you just a little bit into the Bible study that we're doing at Mom Strong International in an effort to help you grow in your walk with the Lord. I've also got some news things I want to talk to you about, maybe a little bit of an update on my life. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. A couple of things. I want to say thank you for those of you who are continuing to leave reviews for this podcast over at iTunes. That is a huge help to us. We are so encouraged whenever you do that. As I've said many times, and we'll continue to say, our staff reads those. Sometimes they'll get back in touch with me and say, hi, do you got to read this one? And and uh, sometimes I'm even moved to tears by the things that you that you leave, because I'll tell you the truth. I do this podcast and I do it by, you know, by myself. <laughs> I don't get to see you here when I'm in a studio by myself recording this. And so I really appreciate what you're saying. I was going to say that normally I like to sit here and read several of them. I wanted to read one of the newest reviews that was left over at iTunes the other day. And this woman says, thank you, Heidi. I feel like she's pulling me out of a dark season of motherhood with each episode. I love that I can listen to an episode in the car, running errands or while folding laundry. It's like a little dose of Jesus. And sometimes that's all I can fit into my day with four kids, four and under. But Heidi has sparked a hunger for more. I can't get enough of the word and prayer, and meditation, and Bible verse memorization. Thank you. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you for leaving that review. It encourages us to keep on keeping on. There's a lot going on in the culture right now. A lot of things for us to be in prayer about. I have been watching very you know, as you well know, very closely what's been happening in our libraries. I continue to be very concerned. If you don't believe me where this is coming from, please, please, please check out the American Library Association who is pushing the lie of transgenderism and the lie of gender neutrality onto a generation of innocent kids. I thought it was interesting. First, we push it into the public schools. Then we think we've inundated there enough. Now we're going to go to the public libraries. And I want to encourage you, get off the bench, get on to the battlefield, get involved, find out when your uh, board of trustees is having their their hearings or their meetings and go and attend. Go to your community meetings. Ask your pastor if he will get involved. Make your voices heard. These are our children, and we should be terribly concerned about what's happening in the culture in the name of progressivism. Also, I wanted to let you know that I have been very thankful for the many prayers that our family has received over this last year and a half with regard to my nephew, Bobby. I hear from you all the time wondering how he's doing. I am considering having my sister come on here in the next couple of weeks or so, whenever I can fit it in, and see if she can share where he's at in his recovery. I would encourage you to keep praying for him and also just want to encourage you toward a place of of praying boldly. Pray for God to answer your prayers. I think sometimes we don't pray boldly enough. We wonder, is God really concerned about these little things that that come up into our everyday lives? And we wonder even more, is he still in the business of healing? And I'm here to tell you right now, as a woman who has experienced extraordinary healing in my own life, 
God is the healer. His name is Jehovah Rapha. You can call out to him. He is listening to you. He wants to heal you. Last week, we had uh, Jasmine on the show. She was talking about God's restoring redemptive grace in her life as she came out of the sex trafficking industry and now has been watching the Lord of Heaven's armies continue to heal her and give her not only a voice, but a ministry to other women as well. That is God's heart for you. It really is. Speaking of God's heart for you, I want to encourage you to come out and and let's encourage each other in person. I will be in Lakeland, Florida. You guys, it's coming up. I'm going to be there on March 2nd, one day only at Ardella Baptist Church in Lakeland, Florida for the Heidi St. John Conference. This year's theme is Miracle Worker, the life-changing power of following Jesus. Men and women, I've been saying this for a long time. What are we into? Episode number 730 or something? Uh, I've been saying this for a long time on the podcast. God's word and his presence in your life doesn't leave you where it finds you. It changes you. It moves you forward. It heals you. It changes generational sins. It is a thing that that I have seen God use his word and the knowledge of his word and the desire to actually see it made known in our lives is what God uses to do amazing things. And he wants to do that in your life too. Come on out and listen to the conference in Lakeland, Florida, March 2nd, Ardella Baptist Church. It's not too late to get a ticket. I invite your friends, come out and join us. I promise you that conference is going to change your life. It will change the way you see yourself and the world that God made and your role in it. So come on out. Also, March 5th, my brand new book, Bible Promises for Moms, is going to be releasing. That book is just $3.99 at uh, Amazon and Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. And I want to just encourage you to pre-order it right now so that when it gets released, you'll have it in your mailbox. I think it will encourage you. Dozens of topics. And what I did basically was give you a short introduction and and take you directly to the Word of God. Also, Mom Strong is on super sale right now. Uh, that sale started on February 15th. It goes through the 28th. It's at tyndale.com forward slash ebooks. But the Mom Strong, Becoming Mom Strong, the book that I wrote about a year and a half ago, is just $2.99 for an ebook download. What a fantastic way to get that book to your friends and your neighbors. So go ahead and download it today, $2.99. I'm telling you what, don't miss out. All right, let's look at the MomStrong study for this month. For those of you who are not familiar with the ministry that is MomStrong International, I'm gonna do what I always do, which is to encourage you to join us. If you're like many Christian moms today, chances are pretty good right? That you've been reading the headlines, you're watching the rapid fire changes that are happening in the culture. Maybe it fills you with frustration. Maybe it fills you with fear. Let's, let's face it. We are being asked questions today that previous generations didn't even see coming. And in many cases, even our right to determine what is best for our own children is under fire. And I believe that today's mothers need a special kind of strength. We need to be strong in the Lord And in the power of his might, we cannot, we dare not rely on human strength for the battles that we're facing right now. At MomStrong International, I'm going to encourage you to walk closely with the Lord. MomStrong International is a members-only network. It's designed to equip you for the job that only you can do. So parents, you don't get to pass on your parenting mantle to somebody else. This is your job. God says it's your job. Train your children to hear his voice, and to walk in truth no matter where the culture is heading. God has victory for you. He wants to use this generation of mothers to do something extraordinary. And at MomStrong International, we're going to help you to be strong in the Lord, 
to know who you are in Christ, and then to turn around and impart that strength to your children. The heart at MomStrong International is to encourage you through the power of God's word to live a life that honors God in a culture that has rejected him. So if you're feeling tired or inadequate today, get ready because we've got new strength for you over at MomStrong International. Come and join a multitude of women and myself in becoming MomStrong in our daily lives through the ministry of MomStrong International. It's only $2 a week, you guys, less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks every week. And for that, you'll get an in-depth Bible study that's gonna teach you to know and apply God's word to your everyday life. You'll get a scripture writing plan that includes copywork in manuscript and cursive for your children so they can start writing out God's word with you. We have a devotion in there called Kids Strong, which helps you apply what you're learning in a language that your children can understand and then begin to apply to their own lives. And finally, MomStrong International is a network of thousands of other moms who are on this journey and will encourage you along the way. So join us today at momstronginternational.com. Also, you could become a leader with MomStrong. So if you're ready to take it to the next level, I'm going to encourage you apply to host your own MomStrong group today. There's no charge to become a leader. And once you're approved, you'll have access to our leadership training the leaders forums, a once a month, uh, once a month live video call with me and several other things. And you can also apply for that today at momstronginternational.com. All right. Let's go ahead and study for just a few minutes what we're talking about at MomStrong International. We've been reading about love and what God says. We're studying love and how God defines it. The culture has really messed this up. Right. The culture says that love is anything but how God defines it. God says that that love requires it demands truth. Truth apart from love is just a yucky way of talking. Right. And love apart from truth isn't really love at all. So I'm going to take you to Colossians chapter three today. So if you've got your Bible, if you're in the shower, uh, don't dive out. I'll read it to you. Okay. (laughs) Colossians chapter three. Starting in verse 12 to 14. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. I'm gonna read that again. Therefore, as God's chosen people, that's you. Holy, that means set apart and dearly loved. God loves you. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let's come before the Father in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, the tremendous blessing that you give me each and every week of coming into thousands of homes and bringing the truth of your word. Father, I pray that as we talk about the topic of how to love other people today, that you would fill me with your spirit. Father, I pray that nothing that would come out of my mouth would dishonor you in any way. Father, I pray that every person that's listening to this today would be encouraged to get onto the battlefield as an ambassador for you, full of grace and truth, and that we might be seen as men and women who shine a light in a dark culture. Lord, your word is hope. Thank you that you love us. Thank you for your word. We invite you here right now, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's talk about this for a second because who's our neighbor? So we're talking about the fact that we're God's chosen people. 
that we're holy, we're supposed to be holy, right? Set apart. Remember, I've been talking about this. It's kind of a, a burr in my saddle lately. I, I want us to quit saying, I love Jesus and I cuss a little. Can we please be careful about what we're watching on Netflix and how much wine we're having with our dinner and the things that we allow to seep out of our mouths and into the quiet places of our heart? God said that he's chosen you. He 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 sees you as holy. That means set apart. That means different. The Bible says that he loves you. And so because of those things, The Apostle Paul then is saying, clothe yourselves with compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. Bear with one another. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's hard for me to bear with other people. I would imagine, if I'm going to be honest, it might be hard for people to bear with me sometimes too. (laughs) But there's a reason that we do that. We are ambassadors for Christ. And so how do we love our brother? And what does God want us to do about our enemy? So I spent a lot of time at this podcast talking about things that are happening in the culture that are very concerning to me. So I want you to understand something. When we love people, and this is a huge problem with the church today, we sacrifice love on the altar of a misguided mercy. And we just think, oh, we'll just let, you know, bygones be bygones and we'll let him live his life and I'll leave, I'll leave my life and you lead your life and, uh, and we'll, we'll sort it out in the end. Except for the problem with that is that's not love. Is not love. We are called to be ambassadors for Christ. And a couple of weeks ago, we talked about bringing the beauty of love and truth into the world. So how's the world going to see that love and truth? Well, the first way that they see it, the first way that they see it, they see something different, hopefully, is in how we treat people. For example, when we think of being a good neighbor, you know, we usually think about bringing the garbage cans up from the family next door or picking up milk, you know, for the toddler mom that's a few houses down. But Galatians 5 Verse 14 says, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. So how does that work? Your neighbor plays their music too loud. The cows got loose last summer and demolished your garden. But if that's the whole law, you're going to work at loving them, right? But what if neighbor means more than loud music or your trampled zucchini? What if our neighbor that God calls us to love is the person that's mouthing off on social media? What's love look like in that situation? Calvin Miller tells it right when he says animosity that's cloaked in piety is a demon, even if it sits in church praising the creator. So I want to take just just a few seconds today and just encourage you on social media. To say, don't run away from it, but also don't engage in such a way that if you feel like, oh man, I just, I can't, I'm going to, if I'm going to engage with this person, I'm going to rip them a new one. I'm going to tell them what I really think. You take off, you know, take off your Jesus backpack, your, your God accessory and set that down and then engage with the person, how your flesh wants to engage with them. I'm telling you what, you guys, I deal with this all the time. And in fact, I've taken a little bit of a hiatus lately from my personal Facebook page because I can tell in my spirit, I need to spend more time with the Lord, more time with my children, less time engaging with people who just make me angry on Facebook. And maybe that's you. And if you can't engage with people with compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience, can I just encourage you, don't engage at all. If you can't speak the truth in love, just don't speak. That's what Paul's saying, right? He's saying, bear with each other. That's what we've got to do. Remember when we learned... A couple of weeks ago in in January, our study was called Find, Balance, and Breathe, and we studied James chapter 3. And in verse 17, we learn that God's wisdom is peaceable 
and reasonable. It's willing to yield. Now, it's not willing to yield to something that we know is wrong. But sometimes willing to yield means just walking away from the conversation that's just getting uglier and uglier. So let's think about this. I want to study up and see what brothers and neighbors and enemies have in common. That's what we're doing this week at Mom Strong International. It's not too late for you guys to join us. It's about a 40-page study for the whole month, but I'm telling you, it's chock full of great information. We want to know how to love like Jesus did, right? So we want to be sure that the love that we give is the kind that God loved us with. We want to keep our anger and our frustration and our aggravation and our irritability aimed at the right enemy, and the enemy is Satan, right? In John 13, verses 34 and 35, we were told to love each other. Remember, we talked about this last week. That's love, the word agapo, that verb action of agape. So how do people know that you're Christ followers? According to the Bible, the very first thing that that they learn about us as, as men and women who claim the name of Jesus is that we love each other is that we love each other. And sometimes people drive us crazy. Sometimes we drive other people crazy. But God's word is life-giving. In Proverbs 19, verse 11, it says a person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. Sometimes that means that we just be quiet. Sometimes it means we say, you know what, I'm gonna agree to disagree with you. There's nothing that's more frustrating for me as a voice on social media than to see other Christians in the name of Christianity and in the name sometimes of Jesus. I see people quote verses and then act in such an ungodly way. And I just think, oh, that's not what God asks us to do. You see, according to God, every person that walks on this planet is a precious image bearer. So the woman on social media that's having a fit, she might not feel emotionally precious to me, but she's precious to to my Heavenly Father. And so because of that, I choose for her to be precious to me. And I choose my response accordingly. God's word has given us clear instruction on how we are to treat each other. In Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 23, it says, Therefore... If you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to them and offer your gift. One of the major themes throughout the Bible is this theme of Christian unity. Last week, we had a prayer meeting at the headquarters here at in Vancouver at Firmly Planted Family. And we had quite a few people come from the Slavic community, churches from around the area. We came together to pray about what God would have us do about what's happening in the American Library Association at our local libraries. We we came together as different churches, different denominations, even different languages. I'm telling you what, it was a beautiful thing to hear a woman next to me praying in Russian. At one point, she started crying. And a younger woman in the group started to translate her prayer. And it just gave me goosebumps listening to her because, listen, God's heart is that his church will be reconciled. We're not a whole bunch of different churches. We are the church, the body of Christ. And God wants us to act like it. So we can't be taking communion and 
pretending like everything's okay when we've got all this unreconciled yuck between us. The Bible says, first go and be reconciled and then come and offer your gift to the Lord, right? So really the word brother in that, in that some, some uh, translations say brother, the NIV says brother or sister, but really it just means your fellow man. So we want to be reconciled. Jesus promised a thief on the cross that he would be in paradise that very day. And though repentant, that thief surely did not go and make amends with everybody he had wronged. You know, the power of forgiveness was was displayed right there on the cross. So sometimes we don't have the opportunity. Some of you have had very hurtful, life-altering disagreements and fallouts and relationships with people. Can I just encourage you right now? Sometimes we don't get to go back and say that we're sorry. Sometimes we don't get to go back and make it right. But God sees your heart. And he promises us that if we love other people in the way that he would have us do it, there's joy that follows. There's peace that comes with it. Jesus was very clear on his priority of relationships. And if God places a high priority on relationships, then surely we should too. We're going to continue to study this over at MomStrong International this month. It's not too late to join us. It's not too late to start your own MomStrong group. I hope you guys will do it. If you have a question that you would like us to address here at the podcast or even at MomStrong International, you can hop on over to the forums there. Uh, Please shoot me an email podcast at thebusymom.com. And I want to encourage you again, I'm going to be in Lakeland, Florida in just a couple of weeks. And we're going to be talking about the miracle working power of following the Lord Jesus. I hope I see you then. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. Mm-hmm.